This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. And welcome back to another episode of the Five Rounds Podcast, the only podcast out there with the cardio for those deep water championship rounds. I am Mags, and obviously there has been no UFC event this weekend. Uh, coming hot off uh, UFC 270 with the massive heavyweight clash between Francis Ngannou and Cyril Gagne. Um, so when there's no UFC, what I do like to do is... Um, Kind of go back and and look at some of the 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 financials uh, and the and the payouts um, of of the the events and and kind of see who were the big uh, the big earners from from those shows. Now, unfortunately, um, the the source that I usually go to MMASalaries.com hasn't been updated for for quite a while, um, so I'm actually getting my um, my news. Uh, from bloodyelbow.com who uh, who uh, graciously um, gathered all the all the the disclosed payouts um, so I'm going to go through the the main card uh, the main five fights um, well we started with Michael Morales uh, getting the win over Trevin Giles Trevin walked out with a uh, forty five a thousand dollars for his contract obviously with no win bonus um, uh, Michael Morales being a, a debutante he uh, was on um, uh, a 1010, um, so he walks out with $20,000. Um, so next we had Said Nurmagomedov uh, taking on Cody Stammen. Um Cody Stammen walked out with $65,000, whereas the winner of the match, Said Nurmagomedov, he was on 25000 uh, contract and 25000 uh, for the win. Uh, going into the middle of the card, Michelle Pereira picking up the victory against Andre Fialo. Andre making his UFC debut. He pulled uh, $12,000. Uh, Michelle Pereira, uh, one of the, the bigger earners on the card, he pulled 50000 contract and 50000 bonus for a grand total of 100000 Uh Obviously, th- none of these figures uh, account for the... Uh, the, the bonuses, um, the undisclosed uh, amounts um, that UFC uh, pay out, the stuff like the the pay per view points, uh, going into the, the 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 first of the two title matches, Brandon Moreno uh, going in as champion, he had a, a contract of two hundred thousand, and Davison Figueredo had a hundred and fifty thousand, uh, no win bonus uh, for that. Obviously, he would have uh, scored significantly more uh, with. Um, 
with the 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 uniform, the 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 compliance uh, payout, and then the the pay per view points. Um, so he would have made significantly more. But the discourse discourse payout was one hundred and fifty thousand. Um, then we had uh, Cyril Gagne, who unfortunately lost the uh, the the heavyweight um, title unification match against. Um, Incumbent champion Francis Ngannou, Cyril Gagne pulled five hundred thousand for that victory. Uh, Francis Ngannou, uh, his disclosed pay was only six hundred thousand. Uh, now, uh, as you will will no doubt know, there was a, a, some huge bones of cont- uh, contention with Francis Ngannou. Uh, he made it quite clear that the days of him fighting f- uh, as champion for 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 six figures. Are gone. He wants to uh, massively renegotiate that contract, uh, and there were um, a lot of mention of uh, of UFC being in talks with Francis and his his uh, management for quite a while uh, before the two parted with no deal in place. Uh, as champion, uh, there is an automatic rollover clause uh, that the the champion must um, stick around for a minimum of three fights or a year whichever comes the, the, the quickest. So whether that means we see Francis sit on the sidelines or whether he uh, he uh, he farts for for those uh, for those matches, who's to, to say? But um, I know Dana has had a plenty of issues uh, with with uh, Francis's management team uh, to the point where he didn't uh, put the title around uh Around the waist of Francis Ngannou, and he didn't turn up to the the, the press conference. The title around the waist thing uh, has happened a few times before. Uh, a, a huge deal was made of it. Um, the and the the kind of uh, almost looking for for signs of disrespect. Uh, Dana has uh, spoke on 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 this happening and he said he actually walked out of the arena uh right after the call main event because there were some things out that were going on that he uh needed to deal with uh for anybody to think i was showing any type of disrespect towards francis uh i saw francis all week you idiots i shook his hand i said hi to him i was out there for the stare stare downs the whole thing so for anyone to think I was showing any dis- type of disrespect towards Francis, uh, you've got to remember I wasn't out there for Bisping versus Luke Rockhold uh, because he was dealing with stuff. He, I had to sp- sprint to the back. I didn't even get time to put my jacket on. I only had my shirt on to go and put the title on Bisping. Um, I couldn't even make it out there to put the belt on Francis. So um, that is, um, for me, is not a huge issue. Uh, the 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 big standout though is the fact that he didn't turn up for the press conference. Now, Dana White, um, for the majority of, of these shows, has fronted these press conferences, whether it's a, a huge number pay per view or whether it's a, a small card at the apex. Dana White is usually the guy who, who, who chairs these uh, these interviews, and it's it's interesting that the first big show of 2022, um, headlined by uh, the title um, the title match between the two best heavyweights in the world today, that that Dana White uh, wasn't able to to be around for that uh, for that uh, press conference. Yeah, that's a uh, that's. Interesting, um, and then we obviously saw comments from uh, Francis in that press conference. Um, quite surprised that that Dana uh, wasn't around, um, 
But it is what it is. I'm sure that these two will come to uh, agreement sooner rather than later. I mean, everybody um, understands that Dana probably was looking for a a Cyril Garnier win um, because... It's less headaches for for Dana White. Dana's obviously got an issue with with Francis and Francis' management. He's uh, historically had issues with uh, with fighters who uh, stand up to him, maybe or kind of a uh, um, don't toe the line. Um, and Cyril Gagne is as good of a fighter as he is, and he uh, I'm sure he's a, a, a superb guy. He's very kind of mild mannered, very very kind of quiet. Uh, where Francis has uh, has got, um, he knows his worth. He knows that um, there's money to be made uh, outside of MMA, and he wants to be paid what he feels his value is. Um, I know into the in the build up to this uh, fight there was a. Uh, there was talk of uh, Tyson Fury and and Francis Ngannou uh, facing off. Francis Ngannou obviously uh, making moves in in Hollywood. I believe he's in the the latest Jackass film as well. So he can see that he has a a, a bigger value than than perhaps the money that uh, that UFC are are offering him. Um, but I do believe that uh, business will be done and that we will. Uh, we will get there um, with, with, with Dana and with Francis and with Francis's management team. Uh, but that doesn't take away uh, from the fact that Francis put in an amazing performance um, in in the fight against Cyril. Uh, going into the fight, uh, really injured to the point where doctors were, were perhaps telling him that he should not fight uh, and to... Um, switch the game plan to a, a wrestling game plan to to show that he's not the one-dimensional knockout artist that he has got other strings to his bow. Uh, I think he uh, he made a really good showing himself in that fight. And in uh, other news, and I, I just wanted to quickly touch upon this, uh, Habib Nurmagomedov, um, his, um, his fight uh, company, Eagle FC, uh, made its uh, US uh, soil debut uh, this weekend. Um, obviously, Eagle FC you can catch on uh, UFC Fight Pass. Um, but he, um, Habib, has has had a press conference, a poster event, and really kind of a um, showing respect to to Dana and, and realizing uh, just how tough it actually is to be uh, the face of a, of a, an MMA company. Um, and here's a quote from, from uh, Habib himself. He says, Today, uh, when he woke up, he was nervous, uh, like he was going to uh, into a fight. Uh, he says he had the same feelings um, um, when he wakes up and realises that he's not going to fight, that he's going to be a promoter. It was a ve- uh, very, very nervous day. Um, and recently, Dana White was asked about uh, Nurmagomedov's um, decision to to kind of become a promoter, to, to push for um, a fight promotion. And Dana White said he would absolutely learn the hard way that it's it's more difficult than it looks. Uh, and, uh, and and Habib has, has totally uh, agreed with him. He said he's absolutely right. He said, I'm going to have a meeting in uh, Vegas next month with Dana White. I'm going to uh, talk to him about uh, all the kind of stuff um, that, that 
um, her baby's going through right now in terms of uh, promoting the, the company, in terms of uh, getting the fighter contract sorted. Um, he's going to be looking at Dana for, for advice and, and knowledge, and it's a big honour for, for Habib to, to sit under the learning tree. But that's uh, pretty much it from me here at Five Rounds. Like I said, a, a, a pretty quick show um, just to, um, to fill the time, but we will certainly be back um, next week with uh, with some UFC content. Uh, we are uh, at the uh, the Apex Centre for um, Fight Night, uh, headlined by Jack Hermanson, taking on uh, Shane, uh, Sean Strickland. Uh, some actually some really cool fights on this card. We've got uh, Sam Alve taking on Phil Hawes, which should be should be uh, a banger. We've got Carlson Harris taking on uh, Shavkat Rachmanov. Um, and then on the, the prelims, we've got the likes of Chidi uh, Jakane taking on Marc-Andre uh, Barrio, uh, Hakeem Dewadu taking on Ma- uh, Mark Trezano. Um, so, yeah, it should be a, a pretty decent card next week. And, and these kind of uh, these smaller cards with, uh, with not much in terms of, um, in, in, in terms of meaning, uh, when it comes to ranking and, and title matches, they tend to be uh, really interesting, uh, really exciting cards uh, with a lot of the fighters looking to make a big name for themselves. So that should be uh, a pretty cool card to to watch. But So check out uh, uh, Five Rounds next week when we get to that and hopefully uh, it's a fun card for us to get our teeth into. But that's all from me. Uh, you can follow me on the social medias on Twitter at Podfather Max. Follow Carlos at Kirby underscore Carlos. Follow the show at Five Rounds Pod, and definitely follow the the amazing networks that we're proud to be a part of. That's here at the Chair Shot. That's here at Visionaries Global Media, and of course, that's here at Radio Techers. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, have a great night, and that is the end. Time, he's he's hurt, bitch!